Yo. What's good, y'all? Welcome to Witchcraft Grenade. Y'all ready? Let's go. We on the airwaves, y'all. We talking pig and topic. Saying what we want, ain't no gatekeepers gonna stop us. Real witches, real talk, authentic. Talk about pagan life and not just the aesthetic. Yo, we're coming out the shadows every other Tuesday. It's the hottest pagan podcast, Witchcraft Grenade. So grab yourself a drink, yo, and get your mind right. Yo, and twist one up if you're about that life. Yo, turn it up for everybody in the room. This lady book dragging the cloud and dropping knowledge like boom. Hey, hello, welcome witches. This is Lady Book Dragon, my new one. And tonight's guest, we have the one, the only, Nightshade from this ever-amazing podcast, Flatline to Beatline. So come join us while we shoot the shit with a man whose generosity is matched only by his lack of a filter. Let's get into it. Welcome, 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 everybody, to Witchcraft Grenade. I'm your host, Cloud the Pig, a rapper. And earlier this week, I got sliced up a nice, big piece of humble pie. And I'm still <laughs> chewing on it. Yeah. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Lady Book Dragon. And my father has confessed to me that whenever he comes to my uh, my place, he flips the books on my bookshelves upside down. And he'll do it randomly. Ooh. Ooh, and a completely work. unrelated note, have you seen my axe? <laughs> <laughs> I have. <laughs> I love it. That's a good one. Bravo. Bravo. <laughs> I'm not joking. Where's my axe? Uh, I love my father, but this is too far. I have boundaries. Maybe is it in the box of witchcraft? It might be in the box of witchcraft. No, yeah. like it, the past few months, ever since quarantine started, like they'll come over, and I hadn't noticed. And I'll just like event. I'll just notice like books are randomly upside down. Like, was I high when I put this back? Was I drunk when I put this back? This isn't where this goes. <laughs> and for the past few months, I've been going like, am I crazy? Well, I know I'm crazy, so I'm not crazy, but am I crazy? <laughs> <laughs> well, I must say that, you know, this week's been pretty crazy, and we're going to get into all that uh, later on in the show. We're going to talk about the events that have happened this week, uh, the pretty big events in the, mm-hmm. in the world. So we will definitely get into that a little bit later on. But today, guys, we are sitting down finally. Yes. <laughs> With Nightshade, all right? Nightshade from Flatline to Beatline. This podcast is excellent, all right? And, yeah, what is going on, man? Welcome aboard. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's a, it's a privilege to be invited on your show. Oh, of course, man. Honor is all... Privilege to have you. Yeah, absolutely. So, tell us a little bit about what it is that you do in flatline the beatline because you know there's a couple things that you have going on 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 your podcast that and and kind of like the the whole thing behind it is something that i really appreciate about what you're doing with your podcast you want to tell us a little bit about that or uh well uh i I think the best place to start is is how flatline the beatline was created and you know in towards the last week of August of 2019, I just had a feeling that I had to help other people get their names out there and their businesses and their, whether they're a tarot reader, an author, an artist, a musician, and or content creator, and focus on the ones that people ignored, not the popular people, the ones that get overlooked because they're not popular. And so I said, hell, why not a podcast? And I tried to write down names and everything, and I couldn't 
figure it out. And as a devotee of Frigg, I stood in front of her altar and asked her name. And within a minute, minute and a half, flat line to beat line just came rushing in intuitively. And it was as if she whispered it in my ear. And I was like, this sounds like a medical show. Like, I don't get it, but everybody else understood it. But that's what it was designed. And I didn't know that at the time that it was literally the only podcast of its kind. Out of 1.84 million podcasts, mine was strictly focused on having fellow pagans, witches, heathens, Satanists, Luciferians on the show who are business owners, authors, artists, musicians, and content creators to get their names out there. Yes, I have had popular people on there, but I focus on the ones, those YouTube channels that have 10 subscribers, those blogs that barely have anybody recognizing them, those businesses, those small Etsy shops, because to a bigger podcast, they're not profitable. And so I said, F that, I'll have you on the show. Let's help you get out there. So my podcast is a soapbox. It's a platform for those to help my fellow pagans, witches, to, to get their names out there. You know, for instance, your podcast, yep. you know, to get your name out there and all that. Cloud, you've been on my show, you know, and yep. you've never been on a podcast before. Yeah, and, and That's what matters. Yeah. So, so flatline to beatline was literally the first thing that I had done. Uh, when I started out with releasing my album in March and all of that, you were the first person to be like, yo, come on my show. Let's talk about your music. You know, and that is just, amazing what you're doing and part of the vein of witchcraft grenade you know i want to thank you for that because that is part of our vein as well you know we want to be able to do that for people as well so we have people coming on the show and being able to talk about what it is that they're doing and you know so it kind of like inspired us in our idea for what we're doing with this podcast yeah and i think what you're doing like helping creative pagans trying to get their stuff out there because you know when someone hears your pagan they don't want to do they don't want anything to do with you guys and it's just like well no we we got good stuff to bring to the table yeah like hell it, it, godsmack yeah like their lead, lead singer's pagan but you can't talk to him about being pagan yep yep and he doesn't talk about it really yeah no it's true you know my, my old lady she's a godsmack fanatic since day one and there isn't a single thing she doesn't know about Godsmack or any of his members or anything like that so it's it's kind of uh coincidental that you actually brought them up and use that as an example but you know that that's that's the issue is everybody wants the popular witches the popular pagans on right and talk pagans yeah, exactly. And <laughs> when when somebody like your podcast that's just starting out wants to reach out to a much larger podcast, they to say, uh, no, no, I'm not coming on your show unless you're getting a thousand downloads a week per right. episode, or you're not coming on my podcast because you're not profitable. I thought we're supposed to be helping one another. You know, so many people say we should help fellow pagans and witches and shop within our circles and lift each other yep. up and thrive within mm -hmm. them. And really... Everybody's out for themselves. Yeah, and doing this right. podcast is humbling. It's very humbling because, hey, I've been turned down by guests to come on my show, you know, because I'm not that popular. And now they're eating their own words. And yeah. now I won't, I won't have them on saying, well, you know, you screwed me once. You know, you can go somewhere <laughs> yeah, else. Right? Yeah. Be, be careful who you're mean to. Yeah, you can always come back is, at you. That ship has sailed, bro. Fuck yeah. around and find out. <laughs> <laughs> but, but seriously, it's like for, for me – you know, being offered that opportunity, 
you know, as one of those people on your podcast. Like, and and even though you give me a bunch of shit for being from Jersey, you know, I had to. Still, I had to. We're still on. Then it's fighting words. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. I, I'm still, I'm still at war with North Jersey. We're oh, there, okay. So, yeah, I'm I got really. you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but you know, for for be honest with you, it was a humbling experience, and it was really good to be able to talk about what it is that I'm feeling because you know what I'm feeling with my music. We're, with like two other people doing, you know, right. and so it's like it's different. And you give the opportunity to be like, "Hey, this is the thing. This is what's going on here. Talk to this guy." So, you know, moving forward, right? Have you been reached out to like any of those bigger pigs that we're talking about to come on your show, like personally? Or- uh, no, uh, honestly, uh, uh, yeah, I'm the one still crushing out the legwork and asking people on. I, like I said, I focus mostly on the no namers. Uh, but you know, I, just this coming up Friday, I actually on Friday the 13th, I actually have the very famous U- witchy YouTuber White Raven coming on the show. Yeah, and uh, that's big time. And, you know, hopefully, and I'm absolutely gracious uh, and grateful that she has said yes right away. I didn't think in a million years I would be able to get her on, but I have to take those opportunities saying, yes, you, you do need those well-known names out there to kind of get some notoriety, but that's not what my podcast is yeah. entirely focused on. Yeah. See, I haven't reached out to any of the like really big, you know, YouTubers or, you know, like, or TikTokers. And I want to reach out to some of those TikTokers because I want to pick some of their brains. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't even have TikTok, so I don't even have a clue. Yeah. It, it, there, there's, there's like this, like, uh, baby witch movement happening on TikTok. Yeah. yeah but this is like it, it, it's two different things because you get the young girls who actually know what you're talking they're talking about like chaotic and and everything chaotic witch, yeah she's good yeah which yeah. They, she is phenomenal yeah and then you get these baby tiktokers it's just like oh yeah i started five months ago i'm gonna start teaching now it's like yeah but here's the thing this pagan this this young girl who has started five or six months ago has like a hundred thousand followers and you're like what the hell but first off, like you watch the videos. Yeah. First off, what am I doing wrong? Second off, what are you putting good information out? Mm-hmm. You know and I mean? sometimes they're they're not because yeah. unfortunately they're just like they have their half baked like oh this is fun I'm gonna go do it and not really appreciate what they're trying to put out. They're just like I'm putting this out because yeah. I can. Yeah, and. And then you, know, you have the old timers who are trying to keep up with the times, like Granny Jewett. Oh my goodness! Yeah, she's amazing. I I, I love that woman. Yeah, so, kind of kind of like me. I, I've been practicing trag craft for over thirty years. Yes. And, and, you know, when somebody comes in tries to tell me how to practice my craft, I'm like, I've been practicing longer than you've been out of your mother's vagina. Yeah. Don't come at me like you you think you know me. You know. Yeah. And like they, they get off my lawn. That's how I see it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's where I'm at. Because I've I've been I, I've been practicing Wiccan for for twenty years you know and you know so it's like when i see this you know part of me is going this is awesome for the community Mm -hmm. that there's so many people interested in witchcraft and paganism but on the same token it's like this is awesome but we need to turn it back because when i don't know when i was coming up and i'm sure nightshade when you were you know, learning about your craft, you know what I mean? Because we walk two completely different paths. But, Mm -hmm. 
when you were learning your craft, you know, it was not the same when we were doing it back in the day than it is now. It wasn't as accepted. It was a little more under the radar. And it seems to be that like that aspect of it is pretty much gone now. Yeah, that, 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 that's absolutely true. And I even have uh, <clears throat> people, you know, in my neighborhood, whatever, say, oh, you know, oh, watching too much Harry Potter or myself being a heathen, oh, watching Vikings. And all. I'm like, yeah, no, no, that mm -hmm. might be some of these other ones. But I remember having to walk three, four miles to a library to get some kind of haphazard book called witchcraft way back in the day or reading yep. microfilm and studying the witch trials and all that. Nowadays, a lot of these baby witches don't even know that they think the Salem witch trials are the only witch trials that ever happened. Right. Or they have no idea what the burning times are. You know, exactly. like, and it's just like, you, you didn't know the inquisition was basically a giant witch hunt. You didn't know that, you know? Yeah. And it's like, you know, I try to teach, like we like when we teach our cover, we do history. Like it's one of the first things we do is we go over all that stuff and they're like, This is the reason why this is like this. You know, but it doesn't seem like there's a lot of that. That's one of the reasons why I started a YouTube channel to begin with. And because I was seeing that and I was like, you know, we gotta start going over this stuff properly, <laughs> you know? And it's kind of grown to now we have a podcast where we talk random shit and, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, so what else do you got going on, man? Is it, is it just flatline to beat line or is there anything else that you're working on or? Well, uh, myself uh, and uh, my co-host Kendra Ra Raven Moon, we ho uh, host a live stream uh, once a month called Hell and Horns where we tackle those controversial issues that everybody wants to sweep under the rug. You know, whether it's cultural appropriation to uh, money packs, to blood sacrifice, to whatever. And we've started out in June uh, of this year. And now people, it's getting so big, people want us to do it two, three, four times a, a month. And then, you know, doing other things. And we get invited on other shows and things like that because nice. it's no holds bar, you, you know. And that, that's just how we do it. So uh, on the 20th, uh, of this month, we're going to have uh, Money Packs and Sacrifice with Marie Raven Soul and Venus Satanus. And then the following Friday, we're going to have uh, AJ and Damiano from the Black Flame Immersion podcast on. Nice. And you're going to get educated in both those again. It's, <laughs> it's really good. Yeah, well, I'm definitely going to make sure I check that out. Um, yeah, definitely. And, you know, when we get done here, you have links to the description for all this so you guys can find Nightshade's podcast. You can find Hail and Horns. And so I knew that you had the live stream and it was killing me on what the name of it was. And I was, I had heathens and horns in my head. Hail <laughs> what it was. Yeah. So, everything's on my YouTube channel. It's, it's live stream from my actual YouTube channel. So where my podcast is, as far as video wise, that's, it's in the same place. My the audio version of my podcast is on 73 other platforms. So that's completely separate. Yeah, it is. And you know what? I got to say, I love the YouTube setup that you got going on with your podcast. Um, and so, like, what's that transition like kind of going from, like, audio only to setting up this, you know, like, video 
you know, criteria. Honestly, fucking scary as shit. <laughs> I, won't, I won't lie. I mean, if you go back to the very first video I ever did on YouTube, which was, I don't know, six months ago or so, I had the mask on. I was covering my face because my old lady was like, you need to get on YouTube. You need to transition to video. That's how it's going to make it grow. And I'm camera shy, uh, in all honesty. And uh, so I said, fine, I'll do the mask. I'll have to cover my face. And people didn't want me to take the mask off. And I honestly didn't know how to take that. But um, I started on my one-year anniversary episode on September 5th is when I actually started doing video versions of my podcast uh, and each episode. And that was the first time I took the mask off. And that was because Odin came to me in a dream or I'm sorry, in a waking state from 930 in the morning and just was taking a mask off right in front of me. And that kind of told me you need to take the mask off, which ended up being very beneficial for me in the professional arena, you know, being a podcaster, because when your face is covered, people don't trust you. So I just hide behind a microphone now. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I'm just creeping. I'm, I'm creeping around the mic. <laughs> it, you know what? It's definitely something that took me a little getting used to. Like, cause if you go back to look at a few of my first YouTube videos, um, now, before I started Moonwill of Magic, I had another YouTube channel that called Sneezemus Prime, right? And basically, I was doing, like, gaming and acoustic covers on there and stuff like that, and I was just kind of having fun with it. And then when I made the decision to start talking about witchcraft, I said, all right, this is going to be a whole new channel, and I'm just going to leave this behind. And so I left it behind. But some of those early videos are like, hey, what's up? Uh, I'm going to play a song for you. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> Like a couple of years under my belt now, I'm like, yeah, whatever, you know. But it just yeah, takes still camera used shy. To. Yeah, it, it takes getting used to. He yeah. keeps coming up, just like, oh, you could do a video. I'm yeah. like, but that involves showing my face. <laughs> yeah, that that that's true. Very true. I have and the face for voice acting. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, I I you know don't you know there's a you know I look better on a can of Alpo dog food, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's how it is. But, you know, the very first video I ever did on my YouTube channel was explaining what Flatline and Beeline was. And I already had a long standing reputation of kind of being that mysterious, dark badass that's not going to take bullshit from anyone. And it's going to tell it like it is. And just like my tarot readings, I developed a chainsaw style, just cut through the BS. And I'm not going to give you flowery language and poetic lines or anything. I'm just going to cut through it. If it hurts your feelings, that's not my problem. <laughs> And that, that's what my reputation was. So I'm like, that's how I got to come out as. And now I'm getting softer and getting mm -hmm. older. And <laughs> Well, you sound like my favorite coworker. She's just like, when I'm nice to you, you have to, that's when you have to worry. I'm just like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I try to be nice to everybody. I always try to be nice to everybody. But e even when I might be grinding my teeth through the ground, it's like, you know, I still have to be nice. Yeah. I, but you know what? It's like, you know, the, the whole take no shit, you know, mentality. It, it's definitely something that's lost on some of the newer generation of pagans. Mm -hmm. um, and I, you know, I appreciate that myself, you know, because like uh, I'm kind of old school like that, where like if I'm fucking up, I want you to tell me that I'm fucking up. <laughs> You know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly, and that's why Generation X is start, and the very older millennials, pretty much from nineteen eighty one to eighty five, are coming out along with Generation X. Uh, you know, like myself, like Marie Ravensoul, like Slavic Witch, like Savannah, the the Black Witch Coven. People are coming out and saying, 
okay, little boys and girls, enough is enough with this, this nonsense. Start learning and just shut your mouth. We're coming out to take back over. We've let this things go on for long enough. And I've said this on Hail and Horns. I've said this on my podcast. We are starting to rise. Pagans and witches are beginning to rise. And we need to start coming together, being able to work together as a cohesive units and being able to respect one another's differences. We may not agree, but our main goal is to start coming back into power. And in my belief, it's more like the gods and goddesses are giving us another chance and we cannot screw this up. And that's why Generation X is that torch-bearing generation to lead the way because we're tired of the bickering and the fighting and this whole bunch of crap nonsense. And they, 99% of the time, they do not even know what they're talking about. Like if somebody who's been, pra- hey, I'm a master. How long have you been practicing? Three weeks. <laughs> okay, yeah. buddy. Yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, well, I've said this multiple times, but Cloud, I, I was reading books for 10 years before I met Cloud and he finally got me to actually start practicing because I was like terrified of doing something wrong. I'm like, I really want to practice. I'm just terrified of doing everything wrong. And like, he'll school me. I'm like, yeah, I know that. I know that. Okay. Why aren't you practicing? I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> she comes to like the first class with our coven and I start asking her all these questions and she's just like, boom, 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 everything right off the top of her head. And I'm like, why the hell aren't you practicing? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, but you got you got to remember, the witchcraft is not always about book smarts. Right. The the number one tool any witch could have is themselves, is their body, their intuition. That's you can everybody can do away with all the other stuff, uh, you know, athames and all this other stuff. As long as you learn to develop and listen to your intuition, yep. you're going to become a very powerful witch. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, well, that was my huge issue. Is I had crippling self-confidence issues yeah not, I not so much anymore mm. yeah, yeah if you told me five years ago we we're doing a podcast together i would have said did you have blackmail am i doing this willingly like what, <laughs> what's going on here well i mean like one of the things that we do in our coven to literally to combat what you just said is when we start teaching energy like we don't just talk about what energy is we talk about how to feel for it, what you're actually feeling for, you know, and like how to actually do it. And for a lot of people, it's like eye-opening, especially people that say they've been practicing for a long time. They're like, oh my God, well, I never thought of it like that. Mm-hmm. And another thing is like, you know, I personally think that anybody that says that witchcraft, it's your own personal path to walk you know you you don't need all of the hullabaloo you yourself the magic comes from you and we teach that day one it's like you can have nothing aboard you don't need any herbs or anything for your spell unless if you want it there but it really the magic comes from you everything is just there to help focus it and the more you rely on yourself, the more powerful you become as a witch because you trust yourself more and you work with yourself more and you know yourself better. You know, it's it's a lot deeper than what's on the surface. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you know, like the saying goes, the, the more you learn, the more you will grow, the less you will do the things that you used to do wrong, right? So when one starts not only book smart, getting those experiences, doing rituals or what have you, you know, once they develop that intuition and they're starting mat- to mature on that path and mature in their age, 
it's going to grow. And you got to think, you know, it wasn't until February 19th of 2018. Before all that, I was an atheist. And then I had my first out-of-body experience and saw Azazel literally with my own eyes. And uh, I, I became a hard polytheist. And then there was that whole transition during that time and then becoming a heathen in, in June of 2018 and everything just, it was a complete flip over, you know, and I just turned, you know, 43 just last month and I'm still learning, you know, and my practice was always very practical. Um, Haitian <clears throat> Voodoo to Santeria to Brujeria to Palo to a whole bunch of different mixes. And now it's like all those decades of doing it, it, you end up becoming muddled and confused and it's, you know, you start kind of getting rid of some things. And so pretty much I was literally the biggest appropriator of culture <laughs> on this planet and because I've lived all over the world. And that's what I learned. I learned the hard way of scrubbing floors and toilets just to get five seconds of information from a high priestess or what have you. And a lot of people just want it at the snap of their fingers. It's like, no, you can work scrub toilets for a month and then I may give you a piece of information. Yeah. I mean, but, but nowadays it's like, you just look it up, but then you have to take with a grain of salt, the actual accuracy of it or any writer bias involved. So mm -hmm. now you have to bias. look up another one and another one, and another one, and then kind of take what you want from mm -hmm. it. And then when it comes to that, that's why I said that, you know, it's it's evolving into this personal way of life. And everybody's a little bit different now. And I think that is one of the reasons on why there are so much there's so much friction. <laughs> no, the the reason why there's so much friction, there's a thing, especially in the US called rugged individualism. This is the problem. Everybody wants to make things their own and people do not respect cultures enough to leave things be. As an example, and I know some of your audience may get mad, but the fact is, all right, paganism is culturally based, is ethnically based, period. I agree with that. that. All right. So, you know, if you go to Afro-Caribbean uh, practices, uh, voodoo, Haitian Budo, or you go over to Santeria or uh, Palo or anything like that, you, you know, if you're not from that culture, you, you can't mess with that stuff. That, that's a fact. I had a little authority on my podcast before, and I asked her, are you saying you've got to be black to practice voodoo? Flat out, yes. That was her, you know, her, and so I told the whole story of practicing Haitian voodoo for over four years and learning. But the second somebody who's a, a Germanic heathen or a Celtic pagan, Irish pagan, the second they say, oh, no, you've got to have the ancestral lineage, oh, no, now you're a racist. You see the hypocrisy, the problem, the number one thing that's causing so much friction between pagan witch circles is hypocrisy. And it's coming from the much younger generation who are the biggest appropriators of culture. My well, man, yeah, you get people yelling at you for wearing sugar skulls now. Like I, I had a sugar skull scrub cap and I posted a picture on my veiling group like, oh, hey, this is a fun way to cover your hair if you're because that's, that's what I do, is I, I cover my hair when I'm out of the house. It's part of my practice and everything. And um, when I first got into this, I was, like, religiously, like, researching this. Like, am I making sure I'm not appropriating this from everyone? And I find out, no, it traces all the way back to Greece and so on and so forth. But then people co start coming on to my photos saying, 
you shouldn't be wearing those. You're not Mexican. You shouldn't be wearing those. Those are for the day of the dead. And I'm just like standing here like, I, I looked it up. The Mexicans are actually not upset about us using the skulls. I have right. not found anything about them being upset about us using it. Yeah. Uh, see, it's, it's weird because like, you hit it on the head with, with Celtic paganism. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's like, and, and Hellenic paganism. You know, it's like, it's okay to do that, you know, even though you're not Greek or you're not Irish. But, you know, anybody trying to do a Santeria or anything like that. But also, there's a lot of differences in those practices from your newer neo pagan mainstream practices, you know? And the, what they, what they, what you, what you, the things that they do in the voodoo and in Santeria, they require to be taught properly. You know what I mean? Like, and with like Wicca per se, it is something a little more easier going when it comes to the practice and what you can do with it. Well, I'm probably going to make enemies here, but uh, not out of me, buddy. No, um, <laughs> not, not, not traditional Wiccans. But the neo-Wiccans, Wicca itself is the biggest appropriator of culture, period. Yep. And you take now somebody like you, you take like Laura O'Brien. I'm pretty sure that some of you guys know who that uh, Irish pagan scholar uh, respect and love the woman to death. She even has come out and said another Gen Xer coming out and saying this Ostara, Litha, Maybon, and Yule have no place in native Irish paganism. That's a direct quote from her article, her books, all of this stuff. So when people are celebrating Yule, that's heathen, all right? Don't don't. I'm a heathen. I have the Germanic and the Norse and the Celtic, you know, backgrounds. Don't take from us and then turn around and say, oh, if somebody else does it and you do it, oh, it's okay. The problem is, it honestly comes down to white shaming. That's what it comes down to. So if you have a predominantly white culture that's saying, sorry, you have to have this ancestral lineage, it doesn't matter what skin color you are, but as long as you have the ancestral lineage, you cannot be practicing. Oh, you're a racist. But the second a white dude or a Chinese dude goes over and practices hoodoo, oh, no, you're culturally appropriating. You're wrong. You have to be from that, or especially Native American spirituality. Like, you know, my old lady's Cherokee uh, Indian, all right? She, that, and she, she teaches me things and she has no problem with it. But am I going to go out and broadcast it? Uh, no, right. but this is the problem. And a lot of the problems comes down to mostly neo-pagans. And I don't mean that in a time frame because we're all neo-pagans technically yeah. by timeline. But these new agey pagans, these new agey neo-wiccans, they are causing the problems. And this is why Gen X and much older millennials are coming out and saying, shut up just shut up you're causing more problems than than you're helping I'm this so is glad, a fact i'm so glad to have you on to get you know you know i tell like it is brother. You, to get this side of the conversation you know what i mean and and that's it's something that does need to be talked about well, yeah, you, you, whatever like, side of the fence you land on with it we just have to remember to respect ourselves and respect each other's views on what we're talking about so when it's even if you were to touch on one thing that nobody's really talking about, and this is a, this is a fact, right? And this is where some bad blood has been caused between myself and many other people. Some of you, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Wiccans are not pagans. 
Wicca is not ancestrally based. Paganism is ancestrally based, ethnically based. Wicca came around in the 40s and the 50s. It's an amalgamation of various different cultures, various, mostly Celtic, right? But it's not Celtic paganism. It's not Irish paganism. Right. It's not Welsh paganism, right? So Wiccans technically are not pagans. And now people say they are because what the dictionary says and saying anything outside the Abrahamic faith are pagan. Buddhists aren't pagan. They'll tell you they're not. Hindus are not pagan. My co-host on Hail and Horns, uh, Kendra Ravenmoon, her family was Hindus. You call them a pagan, they're going to slap you across the face. All right? Sikhs are not pagans. See, this is what it comes down to is people don't want to hear the truth. And when it's, even though they ask for it, they just want to stick their fingers in their ear. This see, is a problem. See, I consider yeah, they, myself. They say they want to hear it, and then it's just like, no, that's not what I wanted to hear. And it's just like, well, you said you wanted to hear it. Yep, that's yeah. true. See, I, I practice Wicca, right? Yeah. I, I do. And, but I still consider myself pagan under the definition version of it. Now, what you're saying makes a lot of sense. You know what I mean? But I still identify with the pagan culture, the pagan idea. And, you know, my path is very crooked as mm -hmm. it is. It just is. You know, yeah. while I still identify with being Wicca, I have been working with different energies and stuff. And that spawns directly from how our coven operates because we have an eclectic coven. Yeah, we do. We, we like even going to culture appropriation again, like people will say, oh, you can't use Lilith. That's strictly a Jewish goddess. And if you're not Jewish, you can't use Lilith. Yeah. And, we, and, we've gotten we've gotten to be very close with a Jewish witch and she's just like we actually don't care at least yeah. I personally don't care and, and yeah. see Lilith, Lilith is not Jewish actually just like Hecate is not Greek Hecate is primordial like the goddess Nyx is primordial yes. Lilith is primordial it's before Odin Thor or Bran or Bridget it's way before those times so technically they're open and anybody says no they're within this pantheon no they're not Yes. Just like Lucifer, Belial, uh, Azazel, these are primordial beings, Tiamat, etc. Hakate yes. and Lilith are primordial. Yes, and, and, and that's one of the things that, you know, is explained, you know, like there, there are, you can find this information out there. But if you read a book on Wicca, it's not going to explain that. Mm -hmm. You know, it's I mean, just going to say, go with this goddess or whatever. But... You know, what I was saying, going back to, like, the cultural appropriation thing, like, or, so, sorry, not the cultural appropriation, the, uh, like, about, like, how our coven's past changed. We have pagans of all different walks of life that come into our coven, and what we do in our circles is we let them add something that they do to their circle, like, to our circle. You know, so we have a Norse heathen. We have a draconic practitioner in our coven. You know what I mean? Like, we have... And they add their little bits to the circle, to the ritual. We all learn from each other. We all kind of study together with it and learn from it. And so when we actually teach, we teach the basics. And then we tell you, what is it that you want to look for? And we help them research it. See, you're, you're very in, uh, very inclusive uh, coven. Now, let's take somebody like me were to walk in and say, sorry, you're doing this wrong. You shouldn't be doing this. You're not going to do this. You're not going to do this. You're walking into a coven that has been established and trying to tell them what to do. Yep. It's just like we somebody. We just say, well, there's the door. Yep. <laughs> it, 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 it comes down to whether it's 
Pennsylvania Dutch heathenry, Germanic heathenry, mm -hmm. Irish paganism, Norse pagan. Don't come in and try to change things up. Don't tell us that we have to be all inclusive because according to them, if you're not, you're a racist and right. you're a bigot. And that's see, not true. See, we're designed to be inclusive because we want to be inclusive. Yes. You know, and, and but if we wanted to hold a closed practice with our own tradition, then we reserve that right to do that. Exactly. Yeah. So I'll yeah, just I... talk about cultural <laughs> appropriation and all of that. Um, so how's this for cultural appropriation, guys? I don't know. I'm a rapper. <laughs> um, so, you ain't black. You ain't uh, black. <laughs> no, yeah, pretty much, right? Um, but so Nightshade, we're going we're gonna to lighten the mood a little bit here. Um, okay, good. And uh, <laughs> when I was on your podcast, uh, I'm sure, you know, hopefully some people that are listening to this go back and check out when I was on that podcast. I told you that I was going to write your name into a song and that I was going to drop your podcast name in the song. And I thought you were bullshitting. I was not bullshitting <laughs> because he, you were from he, Philly. He, he doesn't bullshit. I'm from man. the Philly area, man. Fuck around. He and doesn't find bullshit. Out. Yeah, and, and, and that's okay. Do I do it. I'm a Flyers fan. All right, I'm a Flyers fan, so it's all good. But I, I knew, I, I knew, you know, since we connected, we're both from pretty similar hoods and, and streets that that we, we knew, hey, you give your word, that's it, it's done, right? So I, I've been actually anxiously away. I'm like, oh, okay, cool, man. I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, so I present to you. And this is actually kind of funny given the conversation we just had. Because <laughs> my, my, I'm going, this song is called Original Pagan. All right. And so we're going to run this. And that's why it's very exciting. You guys can let me know what you think. Uh, you're, you're doing the reverberation oh. thing again. All right. It won't. Hold on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That old school beat right here. Yeah, yes, yes, y'all. Uh, uh, uh. Check the vibe, check the vibe, y'all. Yeah. An individual, clearly an original. Vibing so high, y'all feeling my residuals. Metaphysical power from this astral plane. Flowing through me like a river through the mundane. Trying to get it like my homie Nightshade. Yo, I'm breaking through the noise and I'm rattling cages. From flatline to beat line, my craft knowledge hardline. Wired to my brain cause I'm an original pagan, yeah. But I remember the days of too much marijuana smoke kept my head in that haze. You know I drank a little too much if be fucking up my vision. Partying too hard, it was fucking up my mission. I learned a lot of hard lessons in life. But I found the power to stand up and fight for myself and my family and all of my friends And now I'm never gonna stop until I get my ends So why you talking shit? Turn the noise down, bro You're fucking up my episode of Down at the Crossroads For Christopher or a pillow, a tarot of McGuire Best of Stagasaurus, yo, that book be fire Why don't you pick up a book and give it a read Instead of talking shit about what I believe You motherfuckers wanna keep acting like a bacon Yo, I'm an original pagan Yo, yo, a yes, yes, y'all, cloudy pig and rapper kicking vibes in your ears, y'all. Yo, yo, a yes, yes, y'all, if you're feeling me, don't catch the vibe, catch the vibe, y'all. Yo, yo, a yes, yes, y'all, cloudy pig and rapper kicking vibes in your ears, y'all. Yo, yo, a yes, yes, y'all, if you're feeling me, don't catch the vibe, catch the vibe, y'all. I ain't lying, though. Where are my witches at? Pagans are people too? Holy shit, what a concept. Like, wow, how you like me now? I'm done with your ass, you better throw in the towel. Hey, yo, I do no harm, but I'll take no shit. Don't get a fucked up, bro, I'll bust you with your fucking lip. I'm just playing, I'll kill you with words. Projecting from my mind 
to a lyrical verse Cause words are a witch's most powerful weapon And everything we say is a statement of intention So my words shall flow slow So that you know what you say is gold To try to keep your words in good order, yo Let me stir this magic cauldron like silver raven wolf Light the sacred flame while I'm turning the page Yo, yo, yes, yes, y'all Glad to be a rapper kicking vibes in your ears, y'all Yo, yo, yes, yes, y'all If you're feeling me, don't catch the vibe, catch the vibe, y'all Yo, yo, yes, yes, y'all Glad to be a rapper kicking vibes in your ears, y'all Yo, yo, yes, yes, y'all If you're feeling me, don't catch the vibe, catch the vibe, y'all So when I say original pagan, I mean I'm unique I'm my own witch How about you? Yo Yeah, yeah, yeah. Catch the vibe, catch the vibe, y'all. Y'all feeling me? Catch the vibe, catch the vibe, y'all. Uh. Catch the vibe, catch the vibe, y'all. Yeah. Catch the vibe, Wow, man, I'm 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 honored, boy. Wow, I'm I'm all blushing and all red and stuff like that. I never had that done, but you definitely got to break through the noise. You know, a lot a lot of people don't even know. I guarantee you they're gonna hear that and they go, "Hey, I don't I don't get what that uh, what that means." And and I'll, I'll drop it for them. Is that what I mean by let's break through the noise? Is the people who come on my podcast are trying to get their names out there. My podcast is a soapbox, a platform for them to stand up on and get above all that noise. Everybody else trying to make a name for themselves. So essentially they are breaking through the noise. Yep. So that, that's what that means. And, and that is exactly what it means in that lyric. That's right. You know, uh, and uh, you know, so um, we're going to, I'm actually going to shoot a video for that song. So, but you guys heard it here. On witchcraft today, so and expect the video for that song to come soon. I mean, it's not going to be no glitzer glamorous video. I'm not renting a Maserati for it or anything like that. It's probably just going to be like being in front of a wall, you with know, the black and white with the broomstick. Yeah, old school, you know, with a faint <laughs> in a robe or no, something. No, is that yeah. the is that the same song where I was just like, you need to have like a rap battle song? Yeah. So I was telling him he needs to have like a rap battle song. <laughs> So she started like a battle and I was like, you know, talk about it. And I was like, well, every rapper has to have that verse where they say basically nothing, you know, but it just sounds cool. And it's usually talking about how great you are, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, so I figured I'd throw one of those in, in, in the, uh, in this, for the second verse. But yeah, the first verse I wanted to pay homage to people who have, you know, reached out to me and, you know, been like super cool. Um, you know, like you're definitely one of them. You were the first person to reach out to me. Nice shade. And, and that's then, what it's all about, man. You know, it's helping then, each other out. And then, you know, and there I also name dropped Christopher Oropello and T Tara McGuire from the Down to Crossroads podcast. And they're actually local to where we're from. And, mm -hmm. you know, like we don't like hang out or anything like that, but like, you know, we see them around. Mm -hmm. Stuff. I'd like to hang out with them, but they're both like super busy. Yeah, you know, and, and we all are. We're all <laughs> super busy, man. It's just how it is. It's life. <laughs> you know? 
It just yeah. makes me happy because whenever we see them and I have, I have Zwei with me, it, seem, it seems to make Tara's day. She says it makes her day. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, so I wanted to make sure that we, you know, that I properly pay some respects and, you know, I feel I've gained enough clout to be able to name drop now. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. Um, no, to be, to be, uh, to be humble, I'm still, you know, very new to, you know, everything that I'm doing and all of the opportunities that, you know, I've been given, they all started right on Flatline and Beeline. So for all you listeners out there, you know, that, have are trying to get a YouTube or a podcast, or you have an Etsy shop or something like that that you want to talk about. Hit my man up because mm-hmm. you know it, it's definitely a really awesome thing that he's doing. And you know, if he's full, hit us up because we kind of want to do the same thing with what we're doing here on Witchcraft. Yeah. Well, I have to say, I'm very excited to listen to the podcast, but it's just like. I do want to get out there. I have some books in the works, but I probably shouldn't be hitting anyone up till I got a book that's actually marketable. <laughs> well, it, it does. It doesn't have to be marketable. If if you have it and it's in print or digital, then come on the show, and we we get your name out there. That's that's the main thing. If there's a yep. way to buy it, even if it's a Kindle version, it does not matter. It's about helping each other out. Right. Uh, marketable as in I can actually sell it. Right now they're like still in the draft phases. <laughs> yeah, but you know what you can do is you can drop little parts of it. Mm-hmm. And start building the hype for it while you're finishing up everything. You know, yeah. and like start doing that, start building it up a little bit and, you know, to put up character bios and stuff like that. Like this mm-hmm. is this person and this is what they're about. You know, just kind of build hype for it. Yeah, well, I got one that I'm like a few chapters in right now that I'm doing as a like a NaNoWriMo project. Basically, long story short, you write like a five fifty thousand words in a month, and it's it, it's going. And hopefully, by the end of the year, I'll have actually have like two final drafts ready that I can just start showing to people. Going, do you like this? You heard it here, guys. <laughs> Lady Book Dragon's writing a book. Everybody, so. I've been writing a book. The first one, my God, the first one. I this book i've been working on for like three years seven years well three years is the most recent edition uh, <laughs> well three years is the most recent edition this one's a brand new one i'm like you know what let me just take a break from the old one because obviously something i'm doing isn't working right so nightshade um we're all talking about all of the, the little little jars that we have our hands in and all of that and for what i understand from talking to you you have some big things happening with flatline to beatline, do you not? Yeah, that I do. That okay. that that I do. Um, well, you know, as a as a podcaster, <clears throat> anyone who's serious to in podcasting, uh, they try to become better and better each and every time, tweaking things here and there. Sometimes the, the average listener is not going to hear those audio tweaks, but podcasters like we are will be able to hear just those subtle nuances and things like that so what i'm actually going to be doing uh on the friday the 13th uh special that i'm having interviewing white raven from youtube is i'm dropping new cover art so uh for for you two here in this thing you see the cover right there that's gone now it's going to be gone 
Um, still fine tuning, you know, highlighting and things like that. So that's going to be done. I've kind of given it a preview. Uh, <clears throat> Cloud, if, if you uh, watch my latest uh, few episodes where I've done it in video, you see those spirals in the background. Yeah. Does it, yeah, that's part of the cover art. That's good, you know, so nice. it kind of gives the subtle nuances. Uh, and then I've had a lot of people sit here and tell me, I mean, literally a lot of people tell me, dude, what happened to the original Burn It Down? Yeah. What happened to that? And <clears throat> I got rid of it because I was in that phase of trying to polish up and become more professional. But I, I kept telling my old lady, look, I've lost my edge. Where's my edge at? So many people tell me I lost my edge. She goes, it was with Burn It Down. Bring yeah. it back. Yeah. So I'm going to be bringing it that back, <clears throat> starting with this coming up Friday. And uh, as far as the podcast swing, um, as you heard that I, I interviewed those known, you know, those small Etsy shops and pagans and witches, Satanists, Luciferians, but I'm also going to be adding another avenue in, and that is interviewing people that are going to be <clears throat> a benefit to my listeners. They may not be pagans or witches, Satanists, or Luciferians, but beneficial. As an example, just two days ago on the 8th of November, I interviewed archaeologist Caitlin Bright and went behind the scenes of archaeology, the bureaucracy, the red tape, all the laws, all the politics involved, the, the constructs of laying out grids, things that are not talked about in archaeology magazines or on shows and things like that. So she gave me that rundown. I've known her for years, a good friend of mine. So I may have scientists or I may have an author that comes on but may not be a witch he or she self but may her, the, that book may have something to do uh, with that uh, that'll be appealing to my audience so uh, expect that to be happening i mean i'm booked out until like march <laughs> so i mean i awesome slowed that. down yeah oh yeah it, it is uh, yeah. but you know and taking on some bigger names some some people i told them to take a hike because they told me to take a hike when i first started ah. uh, but uh you know i may i may invite them on and then you know, collaborating with Kendra Raven Moon and with Hale and Horns and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, that, that, I mean, that's some of the, the exclusive stuff that, that's coming out. So Friday the 13th is when the new cover art is coming out. Burn It Down is coming back because so many people want that back. And I'm like, you know what? Hey, I got to do what my audience wants. And, you know, I checked with all my patrons about this before I even started mentioning anything and they were down with it because most, most people who have patrons really don't give a shit what their patrons have to say. I actually do. And if they weren't down with it, I wouldn't have done it. Right. So, well, that's so awesome. yeah, that, that's, that's a lot of the big stuff coming on. So I, I'm excited for the future. 2020 was a fucktard year. Yep. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, you, you know, it was supposed to be my year. Damn it. It was supposed <laughs> to be my year. But I feel it, that it really was supposed to be my year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel that. You know, so hopefully 2021 will be absolutely amazing for my podcast, for your guys' podcast, for your books. Hopefully that'll come out. Cloud, your, your album's coming out. I, I, I really do believe 2021 will be the year of the pagan and the witch. Yes. Yes. Well, yes. I really am excited with how you're diversifying your guests because as someone who like dips her fingers into learning about everything. Like I want to learn about every kind of path, not to use that path, but to just kind of understand that path and, and be able to understand the people who use that path. So yep. of course he, uh, cloud knows, like I have 
books for paths I'm not even a part of, but I just study them just to understand them because I subscribe to this concept called omenism, which is mm. we all are just perceiving the truth through our own uh, through our own mask. Basically, none of the religions are wrong. It's just we're all perceiving them differently. Interesting. If there's uh, see, see here's here's something I watched that I thought was very thought provoking. It was called Three Magic Words. It was a documentary, right? Um, and one of the things that it touches on is that if there was like a word for God, it would be more it than a he or she thing, and that they were given the masculine and feminine names to help make sense of things back when they were pagans before science started proving everything and they still don't understand this idea of divinity and what divinity is and they would consider it more it mm -hmm. than he or she and i kind of get that you know so everybody kind of has their own way of looking at it mm -hmm. yeah well just consider this we all have different physical needs all of our bodies are different we all have different mental needs we all have different ways that we learn. We all have different, we all have different love languages. We have different emotional needs. And so why can't we understand that maybe we all have different spiritual needs? Some people may need more of a structure like Christianity. Some people may need more freedom to discover themselves like paganism. Why is it just, well, well this is the truth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, see, I don't know. That's one of those things. <laughs> which is just like when i meet someone that whose versions are different than i am mine is i'm just like okay so how do you perceive everything yeah. it's not a well this is my way and your way's wrong well it's, I, I, okay I think, well how are you perceiving it i think one of the biggest problems that a lot of people are having uh, is the illusion of this love and light Gestapo that's going around and saying, oh, you know, shadow work is uh, scary and dark and you shouldn't do it. No, witchcraft is a crooked path. It's both light and dark. In order to heal, you have to know how to hurt and vice versa. You have to be able to walk many different paths off that same path. And if you can't do that, then you are not a witch. You're an aesthetic witch <laughs> who does not know what the hell they're talking about. Uh, and another thing that pisses me off, and you know, you said it in your song, I'm known for rattling cages. What I don't understand is why does gay witchcraft have to be something different from witchcraft? Just because you're gay, just because you're transgender, doesn't make you any better than somebody who's not. So why does there have to be a completely separate, different thing? This is what pisses me off. It, it pisses me off. See, well, there's from, from an aesthetic standpoint, well, not a, even an aesthetic standpoint, but like I can kind of see why, you know, communities are becoming coming together in neo paganism today, you know, and I think it has a lot to do with the social, like, ways of of how everything is, you know, M most most gay people, like. And LGBTQ people are usually hanging out with other LGBTQ people or people who are friends of LGBTQ people, you know? So they're not going to be hanging out with somebody that's not. No, no, I can dig that. I, I, I can dig that. So circles the... trying to come together within those communities, those cliques, those pockets of, of people, you know? 
And well, see, here's the there's the becomes its own thing. Like, well, your nightshade. Here's the difference between you and people who who are assholes and racist. You say you don't understand it. You're not saying it shouldn't be a thing. You're you're not saying it's wrong. You're saying you don't understand it. My grandmother, when my brother said he was trans, she's like, I don't understand it, but okay. And it's okay not to understand things. Yeah, see, I, I have no problem with, you know, LGBTQA and all the other. I, I literally have no problem. You know, I, I always stomp out racism every chance I get, especially in heathery. You get, you know, some of those racist <sighs> pieces of crap and you know they ruin the term focus and everybody thinks everybody who's a focus like i am or a heathenist is your alt right wing and you're racist one i'm not a racist and two i'm not right wing i'm a communist since 1995 how the hell can i be a, you know so you know i don't understand do i disrespect them for it absolutely not but everybody's trying to carve out this niche and it's 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 fracturing and I'm not saying we all have to be, we are the world and everybody's broken down to one, two, maybe four communities. But instead of battling one another and being attacked by one another, especially by this love and like Gestapo, and just because you don't agree with this person, that means you're absolutely wrong. And just because you're white means you're act, you should be ashamed and start paying reparations to everybody. This is the problem that we're having. And this is what's causing us not to rise up and take over the world like we should be. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. You lost me at love and like Gestapo because I just started fucking laughing as soon as you said that. Gestapo that awesome. sounds like it should be a meal, and That's I just an ate awesome dinner. That's such a great term. <laughs> hey, I, did, just... I did a video on it. I did a video on it on my YouTube channel when I was still wearing a mask. It's called the illusion of, of love and light. Well, did you, did well, I, I just. I have to say the whole white shaming thing, I, I do understand it because like I said, I do veiling. So I wrap my hair or I cover my head and I have gotten the dirtiest looks from, from, from black women because my hair's wrapped when it's just like, well, the lady in the, there's a painting of a lady with a pearl earring and her hair's wrapped. If you go back to all the way back to medieval art, all their hair is wrapped. So why is it suddenly wrong for me to do it? Yeah, see, that's the thing. That's one of those things that I think, uh, sadly, you know, that's going to take a very long time to for everybody to understand when it comes to. But people don't need coming. to walk around on eggshells. Yeah. This is the problem. You, you know, sitting down and talking like we are trying to hash things out, understanding and saying, okay, here's some neutral ground here. Majority of pagans don't want to hear about it. Oh, I've got more important things to do. Oh, what do you got to do? Watch TV? Right, go get drunk, go go party, go play sports. Right, that's more important than trying to. You know, so many people will say, "Oh, shop within our own, help our own self." Man, you're more worried about your damn self and the dollar bill. You ain't worried about your fellow pagans and witches, Satanists, Luciferians. You're more like a damn Christian now. Walk on home, son. That, that's what it comes down to. Oh wow, tell me how you really feel. Uh, no, I'm just uh, <laughs> cloud knows. I, I I'm yeah, taking it easy. That's why I'm, I'm really glad that he came on the show. You know what I mean, like. And one, it's one just of the things I, I like about it is like, see, like in, in my lyrics uh, for my songs, I am very unapologetic in my lyrics, you know, and like what I say is exactly what I mean, and I generally do that in daily life as well, you know what I mean? So I respect that, even though, you know, like I'm not gonna see eye to eye with everybody, but I'm still gonna respect mm -hmm. what you have to say, you know, and. That's lost on a lot of people nowadays. 
you know a lot of people it's just like uh like it's what like what uh what joe biden said about like the demonization of people that don't see things your way yeah well if we start going to politics everyone's going to start talking about how lady gaga's a witch because she's battling for the soul of america let's not get into that all i'm really doing is segueing into our next segment which we need to move on we need to talk about memes all right (laughs) can i can i make one last comment please absolutely this is what I tell you when you're having a bad day and you're discouraged about things. And this is, this is going back to the whole sad work thing. You got to understand your darkness and your light. I love pleasing people. I love making people happy. I love being the middle ground. Do I have a chaotic little soul that goes, Ooh, mischief. I'm going to just sip some tea and sit here, even though I know I should be better than this. Absolutely. And honestly, you have to understand your lightness in the dark because you cannot understand peace without going through chaos you cannot have mountains without valleys. Yep. It's basically the yin yang. There is darkness and light and lightness and dark. We, would, we wouldn't have a concept of good if evil didn't exist. Exactly. There Period. has to be polarity. There has to be opposites and people going, if you're just a good person all the time, nothing bad will ever happen to you. You're going to explode. Yeah, you can't. You, you just can't. <laughs> I so, tried to do so the whole love and light thing that we definitely see eye to eye on. You see, I, I try to do the love and light thing, but whatever, what ends up happening is I end up, well, I'm a cloud, which is why I need myself. Mm-hmm. I take it just in, like, I take it in, I take it in. Earlier, like, this, come out. <laughs> earlier this year, Cloud, I said, I feel my anger inside me and I'm trying to press it down and I'm afraid of myself. And you're just like, why? It's okay to be angry. I'm like, it is. Yeah, it's perfectly to be angry. <laughs> so now I'm kind of like harnessing my anger towards more constructive things. I'm not about to explode. I'm actually like working with my shadow work and going to therapy everywhere. I'm actually having easier time laying goes of things of, that I'm getting angry about. Nice. By doing this shadow work, I'm actually improving as a person. And see, that, that's important. A lot of people throw around the term shadow work and don't truly understand what that is. And the shadow work is the darkest recess of yourself. And the ego and the shadow will always be opposed to one another. And that is what it's actually called in La Arabia as jihadunas, meaning the struggle of the, the desires, the struggle of yourself, the struggle of that ego and your shadow. And you will never find balance between those two, but the journey to try and get that uh, to that perfect balance is. That's what it's all about. Because yeah. if you can't fix yourself, how are you going to fix anybody else? Yes. Remember, mm-hmm. I say that all the time to everybody. If you can't help yourself, you can't do that for nobody else. You Put know? your mask on first. Yeah. The, the airplane, which is, this is what my family yells at me all, about all the time. I'm always trying to take care of our people. It's just like, did you put your own mask on first before you help the person next to you? About that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it's just like, literally, scientifically speaking, if there is light, there has to be shadow. Yes. And the brighter your light, the darker your shadow is going to be. And then you have me that's uh, a shadow within the various deepest, darkest shadows, and I'm called Nightshade. (laughs) And that, and that, that name was given to me by my guardian, Astaroth. I wouldn't have came up with that name. But it was, and that's what people, you know, mostly just people call me shade, but, you know, that's something that was given to me. And, you know, uh, we, we are all puzzle pieces 
trying to figure out the same puzzle. That's, That's a good thing your name's Shade is because cause you're throwing a lot of it today. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm known for. Hey, man, he's a, he, I'm saying, man, he's, he, he's from that hood. He's from that tell it like it is hood, you know? But he, <laughs> so, uh, he, this is very much talking to one of my family yeah, members, I, I honestly. I'm very glad that you came on to our show. And we should definitely do this again sometime. Oh, no, absolutely. It's always a great conversation. I'm just getting warmed up. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, I want to I want to talk about me, and the reason why is because if you people don't know, which I'm sure you do, because 7.5 billion people across the world were glued to their television watching the U.S. election. So, I'm not getting on a political platform here, but you got to admit that those fucking gritty memes are hilarious. They are absolutely hilarious. Regardless of what side you were on, that shit is funny. <laughs> I, 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 it is. I just, I, there's this one I came across. It's our father who aren't in Philly. Gritty be thy name. The court, the count's not done. Blue wave to come. In this genre we pray. It's just like, oh, okay. This is where we're going with this. <laughs> Gritty's now a cult. And I am accepting him into my heart as my Lord and Savior. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Like, and like, I mean, the internet has literally been on fire for for the last, like, week. And it's just absolutely amazing to me some of the memes that are here <laughs> that are just... I just can't. I just can't. Uh, my, my best friend uh, uh, hit me up, and she's just like, girl, have you seen the memes? This is your time. Because everyone right. knows I am like, I got a shit posting license. And she's just like, it, your time has come. The memes are ripe. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so Lady Book Dragon's meme game is very strong. Uh, and we were creating memes for a while, like witchcraft memes, and posting them up on our Facebook page. And we are getting back to that. But whatever's been going on, I haven't been really taking the time to sit there and make memes because it's just been kind of wild. But I definitely want to go over a couple of these these gritty memes because they are flipping hilarious i could keep you here all night with all the memes i have this week yeah it, it's completely ridiculous so here's gritty <laughs> gritty is currently biting uh, donald trump and it says and thou shalt feast upon fascists in the morning philadelphians 1107 <laughs> like these are good man <laughs> I, I just i don't get it and of course, I appreciate it more because I am a Flyers fan. Yes, but that absolutely. you know, gritty gr gritty freaks me the hell out. You know what? <laughs> he gritty freaked me out too. And it's crazy because the story behind Gritty is wonderful. Because on the day that they unveiled him, he got like everybody was like, "What the hell is that thing? Are you freaking kidding me?" You know, and like they were about to fire the people that they were about to fire the people that made them. And they were, or should I say they were sure they were getting fired. No word actually came down. But then the, Pens the Pittsburgh Penguins threw some shade on Twitter. And they posted a meme of Gritty and said, keep one eye open, Bird. And when they did it, Philadelphia immediately fell in love with Gritty. <laughs> and so here's Gritty. And his face is placed on... Lady Tyrell from Game of Thrones and it says, tell Donald I want him to know it was me. 
I actually found an article on why Gritty somehow became Donald Trump's arch nemesis. <laughs> there is an article on this. Yeah, that's awesome. That's so awesome. And the count. The count memes have been wonderful, too. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I just, I have to laugh because there is this one I came across, and it says, you have to question the wisdom of right-wing pundits encouraging GOP loyalists to depend on a city where the strongest fuck-around find-out energy in the country. We embrace a seven-foot orange methadone nightmare on nice shoes like a teddy bear. We cold cock Santa. It's just like, yeah, you don't, you don't mess with Philly. I live right next to Philly. And I'm scared of Philly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're really, the internet really went in on this election. They really did. And well, there's nothing else it. we can do. We can't go out because of Corona. So, so might as well stay in to make memes. So basically for the meme of the week, I just nominate gritty outright for the meme of the week for just so many wonderful memes and then the count is a close second <laughs> no no I, I second this nomination yeah yeah i feel that that should definitely be a thing all right so given everything that we were talking about today it's strange to me that you know here we are a few days later after the election right and it seems like nothing has really actually calmed down. <laughs> um, so everybody make sure that you're safe and that you're taking care of one another out there. That is definitely something super important that we need to be doing. But take care of you and yours. You know what I mean? Don't let anybody give you no shit. I have to say my, my favorite explanation of Gritty is uh, can anyone explain to this confused Italian living in the U.S. what's up with Philadelphia and Gritty? Is he their daemon? And someone says, I believe he's the manifestation of their city as a god, like yeah. Roma. That's awesome. Which is why I have gone around saying, have you, go- have you accepted Gritty into your heart as your Lord and Savior? God, god of Philadelphia and God of fuck around and find out energy. Yeah, I just hope that, <laughs> I just hope that the Flyers have an awesome year next year because of how awesome their mascot is. That's just, you know, having a good mascot being something. This yeah, mascot should have not kicked off, but he did. We as a race are very questionable. <laughs> You're a speciesist. No, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it. Look, I, I was in a zoom full of pagans and I, I openly admit I didn't like people and I, I got it for the rest of the day. Yeah, oh, this really? is coming from the one who doesn't like people. I'm oh, like, you don't like people. I'm so just dumb. Okay. I'm sorry. I mean, yeah. who, what, what one person actually loves all people? Uh, no one. Uh, yeah, no. no Somebody dislikes somebody. I dislike yeah. a lot of people. <laughs> you can't. I mean, there's not a, I don't have a whole lot of enemies in my life, but there's definitely plenty of people that I don't like. No, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, I've been in small circles for the most part, so. I'm gonna, uh, that's like, that's the old school way of doing it. Keep it, keep it, you, you, your friends real tight. Keep, you know, like Fat Joe. Fat Joe, you know, keep keep your circles very, very small, no more than 10 people or so. You get any bigger than that, and then you got more problems. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Now, I have a very close-knit group of friends. I mean, I I, I don't really have enemies. I have people who want to think they're enemies. They're my enemies. I'm like, oh, you're cute. <laughs> to be my enemy, you have to be a threat, darling. 
yeah see, that's that that's that witch power right there like you're not a threat to me <laughs> you know? to me my emmy you have to be a threat it's just like you're not so so what do we have this week in lady book dragon's treasure trove what book is it today uh, let me grab it because i forgot to grab it give me one second oh. I had a very eventful day. Give me one second. Grabbing the book. Mm -hmm. She's grabbing the book. (laughs) So, yeah, one of the uh, things we like to do is we like to review a book once a week, uh, once per episode, and kind of go over a little bit about what the book's about. Lady Book Dragon has this treasure trove, and it is just packed. (laughs) She's got so many books. It's ridiculous. So... Well, that's a good thing. That, that's yeah. a very good, very good thing. You know, they, I think I saw a meme uh, and Saturn said if, uh, if uh, someone's TV is larger than the bookshelf that they own, uh, don't trust them. <laughs> that's a good so, one. Public note, do not run with a corgi if you're not prepared to trip over them. <laughs> He's like, oh, look, we're running. I'll run too. <laughs> so uh, okay. what, do got, what do you got? So I have Sandra Kane's Sea Magic, Connecting with the Ocean's Energy. This is something mm-hmm. that I'm not personally a sea witch, but I found, I found it to be a very interesting path. And I figured, you know what, screw it, why not get the book and kind of learn about it? And of course, it goes into what is magic and discovering the sea's magic. And now... Cloud is very well aware, aware that I have used o- ocean magic in my spells. But this was like, we were down in North Carolina. There was a storm coming through over the ocean. And my fiance said, oh, your magic will be super powerful if I get go into the sea and collect some stuff now. I'm just like, but you might get electrocuted. It's okay. It's for you. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that was a hurricane, wasn't it? It was a hurricane. It was like yeah. some kind of storm what coming through. Water. And I kept telling him, Oh, I want to get some, I want to yeah. get some ocean water for my altar for some magic. And he's just like, no, we're going to wait until the, the hurricane or the storm comes through and then I'll get it for you. I'm like, Oh, so brave. Yeah. So or, brave. or stupid. They well, might be both. Part of being brave is being kind of stupid. <laughs> if you were overly I, logical about everything, you wouldn't be brave. You'd be like, yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. But of course it goes into getting to know the ocean and the currents of waves and nine foot folds, uh, sea blessing. Mm. And of course the myths, the deities and the saints, because as you do, and altars, tools, divinations, and the kinds of shells you can use. Shells. That's yes. interesting. That's cool. Now sea fetches, totem atoms, mythical sea creatures, Meditations in everyday life, and they do some practice with a sea cell. A she, she, she cell. She, 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 she cell mountain meditation. There's also questions that you can journal about to kind of work on yourself. Nice. So it's very, it's very in depth. It is only. I mean, for me, I say only. <laughs> it is only. It's like less than 200 pages, so it's not a very thick book. It's a pretty quick read. It is a quick read, if you're someone who reads a lot. All right. But I did really enjoy it. I did find it very inform- informative. It's very... It, 
it was just, it was an enjoyable read. I did get through it in a couple of days. So when I picked it back up, I was just like, I, I probably have to read this again because when I enjoy something, I just consume it. And then I'll go back. And I'm like, what did I read? <laughs> and I got to read it again. Well, and then that's why the book pile never gets any smaller. <laughs> so would you recommend it? I would recommend it, especially if you're like, especially if you live near the sea or you just always had this romantic affinity for the sea and you're just kind of curious on how to, <laughs> pun intended, dip your toes in. Oh. And I just like. I, it hurt a little bit at first, but that pun, it, it hurt a little bit at first, but it went down smooth, though. We've already decided, my fiance and I have already decided when. Uh, we have children. I'm going to be doing the dad jokes and he'll walk out of the house. I made jokes so bad. He actually has walked out of the house and just shut the door behind him and didn't come back in for a minute. I'm like, wow, that was really bad. It's those bad jokes and why we love you though. So thank you very much for that. Appreciate it. And mm -hmm. definitely guys, cause we're, we're coming up on time here. So mm -hmm. we're going to get to say our goodbyes here. So Nightshade, you still with us, right, man? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm right here, man. Yeah, man. Right. All right, so do me a favor before we get out of here and just drop, run through everything you got going on one more time so that way, you know, our listeners can, can get it there. And, you know, we'll make sure that, you know, we get the word out about everything you got going on as well. And if you want, you can feel free to post that new cover after you unveil it on our Facebook page, yes. if you want to do that, all right. Yeah, I, I can do that. I can. Uh, I'm also on Facebook as well. You know, you can yep. find me on Flatline to Beatline on Facebook. Uh, I, I'm not very active on there except for podcast related stuff. And then, of course, on Twitter, uh, you can find me under either F2B Podcast or Molnir Forge. I mean, Cloud, you know where I'm at. Yep, uh, absolutely. You guys can grab grab him right off of mine because he, he's right there. Maybe you could you you could also visit uh, flatline to beatline .com. I mean that's kind of a static thing, but I put up uh, uh, very old spells in the community grimoire that people nice. have d definitely benefited from, and that's in developing works. And of course, on YouTube, I'm pretty sure you can look up flatline to beatline or nightshade or something like that and, yep. and do that. But comes right yeah, up. yeah, it, it's popping in and, and you know it's growing and uh, very. I, I would say a little bit faster than organic because so, if you if you grew too fast i'd be worried yeah you know and yeah, it was growing so, it was growing so slow i got more gray hair <laughs> you know yeah, but hey i know, I know. you got to work for it you, you know i i think uh Frig, who, who who inspired me to do it wanted me to go through this year learning and humbling myself and tweaking things in order to make it better because 2021 hits oh that's my year, and Flatline to Beatline is going to come busting out the gates and breaking through its own noise. Nice. Yeah, man. Mm -hmm. I feel you on that. I'm literally in my first year where I'm still taking all the growing pains and the lumps. <laughs> oh, and, and it, it comes with it. I definitely got to have you guys on the show, you know, sometime soon and help you guys cool. uh, get your name out there. Yeah, you have to be on video, though. You get, you, worry about that. Yeah, yeah, I see that look. I see that look. You, you, you could be on video. You don't have to be. Uh, Bob audio. the Skull can fill in for me. 
Yeah, there you go. No, you, you could do audio. That, that's perfectly fine. It's, no, it's that'll be fine. Uh, but yeah, no, it'll be a lot of a lot of fun. And uh, but yeah, you can also check me out on Hail and Horns um, with my co-host uh, Kendra Ravenwood. It's also on my YouTube channel. Uh, we're we're doing two ep- two live streams this month, and more than likely two live streams next month. And the next year, it's going to be I think bi-weekly or every single week. I I don't know. We we don't know, but it's just I mean it's growing and growing and growing and. Uh, a lot of people like it, and you know we listen to those people who want us to uh, talk about issues that everybody else does and have the intestinal fortitude or knowledge yeah. to do so. So, um, but yeah, and of course my podcast is is growing with a whole bunch of different people. Now, I'm, instead of being a complete sales platform, pretty much or advertising platform, I'm going to be dropping knowledge on there with very you know educated guests and scholars and things like that, and still keeping it very short. I always keep it between 25 and 35 minutes, you know, it's bite size. So, um, because most people don't want to hear me talk longer than that, but, uh, but most importantly, you know, is that my podcast was created to be a generational legacy. Most people who create a podcast is thinking here and now I'm thinking five, six generations down the road. So one day when I can't do this anymore, my daughters will take over and help people break through the noise as well. And going through all the groundwork now, so they don't have to do it later on. And every guest that I have on that I'm able to help, that's what everything means to me. That's why I do it. When people come back and say, hey, man, I just got my first sale or, hey, man, I just hit 100 subscribers and I only had five when I came on your show. That right there is worth more than a million dollars in my hand. And that's what it should be about. That's what it's all about, about being a witch and about being a pagan is being there for one another. We may not agree but we're all in the same bed together, period. I love it. And mm-hmm. we got it. We got to do it. It's, it's always much love. I may, I may throw shade on people and shade on topics, but it's all, it's all with love. And that's how it sounds. And that's how it will always be is because I love each and every one of my brothers and sisters out there in the pagan and witch communities. That's awesome, man. I love it. That is. Yeah, absolutely. So make sure that you guys, you know, if you guys want to go and try and promote your business and get your name out there and you're in a position like that, definitely hit hit Nightshade up with Flatline the Beeline. That is something that is really super awesome that you're doing. And, you know, hit us up as well because, like I said, in that same vein, you know, our idea of bringing people on and letting them you know talk about and talk about what it is that they're doing and the process that they go through and all of that breaking it down you know it kind of spawns from the idea of what you're doing so you know thank you for that it was definitely an inspiration to our podcast and how we do things this was fantastic yes yeah it was absolutely awesome to sit down and talk with you all right so So i'm blushing (laughs) <laughs> I'm blushing. <laughs> I do have to say, I think we safely, uh, as a collective unit of humans, we can just throw out 2020. If you weren't productive in 2020, that's perfectly fine. Yeah, that's right. I, that's I, right. I think we should be all a- be able to agree, just like, yeah. hey, were you the same position you were in last year? And it's just like, it's 2020, and we don't talk about 2020. Yeah, anything <laughs> that happens this year gets an asterisk. You know, no, what happens in 2020 stays in 2020 and then erased like when it. the calendar year is over with. It's <laughs> erased from the history books because it's been a clusterfuck of a year. It really has. What you get out of it is what you get out of it, and you're not going to say where it come from. I just hope that the reality show of America ends its season <laughs> on a good note. Mm. You know, because <laughs> it's been pretty rough. <laughs> 
All right. So, guys, I want to thank you very much. And yes, thank really. everybody for listening. All right. So next episode, guys, we are going to have Mark Silver on. He is the author of The Elemental Path. All right, so Lady Brook Dragon, we got an author coming on. All right. Sounds like a five-year-old. <laughs> yep, yep. She already fangirled out, hasn't even read the book yet. Nope. So, <laughs> so yeah, we are going to, um, yeah, we're going to go ahead and say goodbye, guys. All right, so until next time, guys, Cloud the Pig, a rapper. Lady Book Dragon. All right, and like Bright Lessons and Blessed Be, y'all. All right. Blessed to be and have a good night. (laughs) Stay safe.